Welcome to Stories of Change and Creativity. I'm Judy Oscom. As a university professor and former journalist, I love interviewing people who inspire, educate, and motivate. Leah Lane embraces creativity and change. She's an award-winning travel writer, Forbes contributor, book author, and podcaster. You'll love her podcast, Places I Remember with Leah Lane. You'd never know it, but Leah is about to celebrate her 80th birthday, and she shows no signs of slowing down. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Well, I'm a travel writer. I've been writing about travel for many years, and since the pandemic, obviously, I have not been able to travel. So about 2020, I started to think, what can I possibly do to travel? I can't get out of here. And then I realized I have all these memories. I've been to over 100 countries. And now is the time to reflect and enjoy that. So I started uh, thinking about it in 2020. And in February of 2021, I started Places I Remember. And it's been absolutely fantastic because not only do I get to talk about travel, I get to revisit places I never would be thinking of, you know, exotic things that have long passed, but I get to think about it, talk about it. And also the people I get to talk to, many of them from 20, 30, 40 years ago even, and I get to talk to them again. So it's been perfect for me. I've enjoyed it a lot. And I think I've been doing very well. We've won some awards. We're in over 100 countries in over 2,000 cities now. And it's just been terrific. It's a great experience. Well, I, you know, you know, that that's just, and you sort of took, took a springboard off of your book, which is Places I Remember, Tales, Truths, Delights from a Hundred Countries. So you published that in 2019. Right. So it was kind of a good launch and launching step for you. It was right? perfect. I get to promote it every time I have a podcast and uh, it's, it's a, uh, it's a wonderful book. Actually, it's an illustrated memoir. It's got, a to Z. I've been to everywhere from Andorra to Zimbabwe and Antarctica and everywhere else. So uh, it's it's a great book, but it's just a springboard, as you said, now for this podcast, which is uh, wonderful. I did the audio version of the book, and that's what oh, I love. It. I think I could do the the podcast. Well, I, I I love that you did the audio. I love listening to audiobooks, and I listen to them when I ride my e bike. I bought an e bike during the pandemic. So I put on an audio book and I go. So I'm definitely right. going to download that. That's fantastic. Right. And, uh, I thought about getting an actress to do it, but then I thought she doesn't no. know the little nuances. Right. And my voice wasn't bad. I wasn't sure, but I think it's fine. And, and you know, I think I, I know where to emphasize and that kind of thing. Right. So it's, it's well, and, and you know that because of your background. Talk a little bit about your background and what sort of got you into travel. Well, even as a little girl, I just always wanted to travel. I, I really didn't go anywhere much until I was about 21 on my honeymoon. I had a wonderful honeymoon in Europe for two months. We were driving wow. around in a little British MGB, British Racing Green, and uh, that was my real introduction. But as a child, I just would read books like Heidi and, you know, uh, all these kind of pippy long stocking. They were always in a different place, and I dreamed about that kind of thing. So I thought later on when I had my kids, I thought it's hard to do full-time work. At the time, I was a mom at home, and I thought, hey, I can write about things I know. And then I just realized, well, when the kids got older, I can write about things I want to know, and what I want to know is the world. So I started traveling really when they grew up, when they went to school and college, 
And I really went to so many places. I didn't even realize that I had a lot of energy. I was divorced at the time, no cat, no plants to speak of. And uh, <laughs> off I went. So I, it, it adds up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how did you, how did you uh, kind of take that jump uh, off into the adventure of traveling? Because not everybody is so adventurous and, and has that interest. And then how, how did, you know, I'm thinking of our listeners who, who are so ready to get out and take a, take a leap. What do you well, recommend? I, started, I think, I think I would recommend, I, I wrote a book called Solo Traveler in uh, 2005. And that was uh, through Foders and Random House. It was a very, very fun book to write. And because uh, I've traveled a lot on my own, I think not everybody likes it or can do it, but a lot of people can do it. They don't realize they can do it. I would say start small, just go maybe for a weekend to a city where there's lots to do. See if you like it. I actually love it because I like to do what I want. I like to stand in front of a painting for 30 minutes if I want. Nobody's there. There are lots of pluses to it. Of course, there are difficulties. Everyone worries about going out to eat and so forth. But nowadays, there are lots of uh, bars where you can sit and eat by yourself. Other people will be there. You can always have room service. I mean, there's ways sure. to get around everything if you want to do it. But there's a pleasure in going on your own. I've gone every way with family, with friends, and, you know, every husbands and everything you can think of. But I think solo travel is a peaceful, uh, uh, it, it distills everything. And you meet people more that way. You just yeah. have to smile and ask a question and you're going to meet people. You have to sort of watch it even. You know, you can meet too many people, but (laughs) uh, that's happened too. But I think, I think uh, solo travel is another kind of travel that you may not realize you like. And I think Mm -hmm. if you try maybe a weekend, just, just, just go somewhere where you feel comfortable and see how it, how it goes. And then maybe you can stretch it out a bit and you can also solo travel in groups. You know, you can go on your own with, with other people on their own. That's a wonderful way too. Well, well, all of the places you've traveled, when you look back, what's your, do you have a favorite country? <laughs> I mean, you have a, a lot. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, I, I have many favorite countries. It's kind of like children, I guess, about 100 children. <laughs> um, I love, of course, the classics, Italy and France and Spain and all those wonderful culturally interesting, beautiful, scenic places. Uh, I've written about many of them. I, I wrote for photos about the Amalfi Coast of Italy and the Greek islands and Bruges, Belgium. I always pick the good places. And yeah, I, well, yeah. I sure, them. I would too. <laughs> but I also love places that are um, off the beaten track. I've been to Antarctica. That's wonderful because you feel like you're a guest. You don't feel like you are the one who lives there, you're, you're a guest in a terrain in an area where there are animals that allow you to come and it's a different feeling. So that's one of my favorite places for sure. But I like every place I can find things anywhere. Almost. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Are, are, are you the kind of person like me who can find a story around every corner? Everyone's got a story to tell. Absolutely. There's so many wonderful people. I always make friends with the people who serve me around the world. They're the kindest people very often. They want to speak English. And uh, I've made friends with many of the, you know, the, the, the bell men and the, and the, I had tutors for bartenders, bartenders, anyone who works and wants to, you know, speak English. They, they're so happy when you talk about, you know, anything to them in English. And there many times I leave them my books. If I'm reading something like a, bring a, a soft cover book, I'll leave it for them. And uh, it, it's just amazing how people throughout the world 
can be the same and a little different too. It's both. They're fascinating. We sure. all love and care and all of that thing, but we have little cultural differences. And I love to talk to people from different uh-huh. countries. That's yeah. one of the joys. Yeah. Well, when you do start traveling again, will you will you interview people uh, on your podcast? Will you do some uh, interviews on the road again? Are you I hope so. That? That's that hasn't <laughs> happened yet because I haven't gone anywhere in a while, and uh, that yeah. sounds like a great idea. But uh, I would love to. Yeah, that's a great idea. Well, and you and I talked earlier, and we talked about the importance of being. Uh, globally aware and just aware of the world around you. Can you touch on that? Well, I think (laughs) I've seen so much in my travels. You know, you go to places that have been through wars recently. My first trip was in 1965, which gives you an idea how old I am, which is another thing we'll talk about maybe later. Okay, sure. But uh, I think that, you know, when I went over to England in 1965, I was just recovering from World War II. There were still bombed out places where which were parking lots and so forth. I saw it all over and it really opened my eyes visually uh, and I got to talk to people about it. And I think, you know, each country has its history. Each country has its different foods. Uh, There is so much to learn. I think if you learn a little bit before you go, maybe read a little bit about the country before, uh, you know, you get there, it means so much more when you see these things. Uh, it's just a little bit of research. You don't have to go crazy on it, but I think that's helped me to learn about the places before I get there. And then I can ask questions and, and learn more. But I think you you do notice as you travel the world that we are, as I mentioned, all the same in many ways and a little bit different in other ways. Our, some of us have more luck than others. We're born at the right time in the right place. Yeah. And so many times I see people who have been, you know, through many wars and many famines and sort of thing. They're just like I am. They just were not lucky. And uh, it makes you a better person if you realize this, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. I think it helps us understand humanity and and uh, our place in the world uh, is to connect with others. And I think that's really important. And, you know, you had mentioned earlier about um, uh, even though we can't get out, I think there are ways we can still be connected with the world. Uh, how, what what do you talk about on some of your podcasts? Well, I, I talk about every. I, I I talk about a lot of uh, destinations, of course. The, sure. the travel podcast, and that's what people love. And I choose in interesting destinations. We just did a, a podcast episode on Iran, which is a fascinating place. I have not been to Iran. I've been to over a hundred countries, but not that. I want to go there because I have heard from many people how friendly the people are, and I know how beautiful and historic the cities are and so forth. So I spoke to someone from Iran. We had a lovely conversation, and I I learned, and I still want to go, but I think listeners learned as well. So I don't just stick with Italy and, you know, France and that kind of thing. I try to expand it. I've also had episodes on a little bit more difficult topics. Uh, We've talked about green travel, And, you know, with people who know about that kind of thing and and to be aware when you travel about being careful and preserving the earth. I've talked about traveling while black. There's a a Uh lot of problems for people who are people of color who travel. And we had a very, very honest conversation uh, on that. And one of the people was a mother who traveled during Jim Crow era. And the other was her son, an actor, Stephen Bishop, who talked about what it's like today and his fears. And that one won a a silver award. uh, Oh, fantastic. So, yeah. 
That's I'm not shying away. That's yeah, the, I want to. I want to talk about it all. Well, well, as a, as a journalist with your background, you're able to see how all of that fits together and why it's so important to share that with your audience, right? Yeah, I think travel opens your eyes in so many ways, not just the beauty of the world, but also the troubles of the world and the difficulties of the world and how others deal with them and how others have had to deal with them. It makes you think, it makes you realize realities and yeah. appreciate, yeah. which I do. Well, I'm extremely appreciative. Well, I, I think you've done such a great job in sharing this information with with listeners, and I think it's important uh, the venue you chose and and the fact that you are continuing to share content, and I think that's really valuable content. And on this podcast, we talk about change and creativity, and you really hit both those boxes for me. <laughs> so <Well>. I, <laughs> I, I wanted to connect with you, and and as far as one of your maxims, I think, is it's never too late. You it's want to touch on that late. for me? <laughs> Absolutely. As I said, I went on my honeymoon, uh, 1965, uh, my first trip to Europe, my first trip abroad. So you can add it up a little bit. And um, having a big birthday this come, yeah, this year. It's a very big birthday. And well, uh, share, share, share. It's 80. What, what, 80. It's 80. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love yeah. 80 it. is the new. 50? I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. But I'll tell you, I feel the same. I'm lucky. I'm so lucky that I have my marbles and I'm able to travel. Yeah. I, I understand that there are difficulties sometimes, but I'm going to keep going as long as I can. And I have wisdom at this point. I, I think I can put it all together a little bit better. So I hope people sure. who are a little bit older will, you know, keep going, keep moving. That's my other motto. Keep moving. Yeah. Yeah, well, and keep moving, and you're moving right into the YouTube verse. Can you talk yeah. about what you're planning? What's on the horizon yeah. now? Well, I, I'm going to start in February. We're going to do a little piece of five minutes or so every other week. Uh, we're going to do a biweekly uh, podcast, and we're going to do a biweekly. Uh, yeah, I hear my kitty's kid. here. Yeah, she's she's helping me, and she's hissing right now. Uh, she's jealous. <laughs> I don't think she likes what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, but I'm I'm going to do every other week uh, one one week uh, podcast, one week video, and we're going to see how it goes. Because again, you want to keep going. I, I I love you know watching things. Why shouldn't I be doing them? Exactly. People just well, have to get used to my gray hair because <laughs> I have okay. gray hair. So. Yeah, well, I do too, and I will share that with you. But I think it's important to really be able to reach people on YouTube. I know, as I mentioned earlier, my mom is ninety, and she's she's on YouTube and and Facebook. And she really does, you know, getting her the, the big iPad was one of the best gifts she says we've ever gotten her because it, it's her window to the world. And Absolutely. I think if you're able to communicate, I'm so excited about what, what topics are you thinking of doing on that five minute show? Travel. It's going to be the five best. The first one's going to be the five most beautiful places in Italy. And we're going to go from there, but it always five, a list of five, one, through five, starting with five, ending with one. I love it. Best okay, of. good, good, good. And so we're going to look for that. What's your What's your handle now? You know, the name of the podcast is Places I places Remember. Places I Remember with No, the it's Places I Remember with Lee Elaine. Okay, that's yes. the name. And okay. the podcast. Well, we're not sure. I'm still developing the name on it, but it's my my uh, channel or whatever you call it. Is Places I Remember. I love it. Okay, great, yeah. great. Well, do you have any last minute tips, Leah, for people that are 
wanting to kind of embrace change and travel or both. Yeah, both. I I would say just try not to be afraid of it. And, you know, we've had a couple of years here that we've had to sit a bit. I think if we can realize that time is so precious, it's the most precious thing. So maybe get resolved and say, okay, I've maybe lost a couple of years in terms of travel, but I'd like to make it up right now and do what I've wanted to do for a while. So I would just say, get up and do it. Try to do it. If you prioritize things, you can do them. I've traveled in all different ways, you know, uh, very, very basic to very nice and upscale. They're all great. I think um, you know what you're comfortable with. If you're comfortable, do it. If you're not comfortable, you try to see why. But I think uh, as long as you think about priorities and realize that, as I said, time is short, you want to get out and go, find someone to do it with if you can. And if not, go do it yourself. Because again, it. you can do it many different ways. And don't wait, don't wait, do it, move. <laughs> yeah, move. Well, and and I think uh, I always I always like to ask people, what are your tricks or secrets of, or habits that you use to really maximize your day and maximize your work? Do you have any habits that you could share with us or strengths? Uh, I try to start, I, I, I hit the ground running. I'm better in the morning. So I have my little routine and I get to, work. My mind's great. My, you know, I'm excited about the day. So I try to work in the earlier part of the day and enjoy whatever I like in the latter part of the day. But sometimes I work even in the latter part because to me, writing and, and thinking about traveling, it's not work. It's who I am. I love it. And as long as I love it, I can do it all the time. But I, I try to balance it. I try not to to keep doing this constantly. But my computer's near me all the time and I'm always thinking and I'm always curious. I'm very lucky in that. If you're curious, then it's just the whole world is there for you to enjoy. So I try to, you know, fill that up. I'm a curious person. I still am. I hope I always will be. Uh, I I think you will be. I think you will be. Well, an early happy birthday to you, Leah. And we will, we will, we'll be looking forward and we will see you on YouTube. And I want to thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much, Judy. Thanks for listening to Stories of Change and Creativity. You can find out more about our guest in the show notes. Please subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast player. And remember, if you've got a story to share or know someone who does, reach out to me at judyoscom.com. Thanks for listening.